Laguanitas IPA. Ooh, that's the uh, that's the uh, Charleston homebrew, right? No, this is from California, I believe. Is it? Because I thought there was like a Laguanitas uh, brewery or something like that in downtown Charleston. No. Or am nope. I getting that mixed up with something else? You are. I might be. In yeah. California and Illinois, I think is what it says. Huh. I mean, I, I must. I just must be getting it mixed up with something else. I don't know what I'm thinking of then. I don't know, bro, but this is it's a rainy down here uh Friday night. It's rainy here too. Oh man, well it's it's humid, it's rainy, it's mosquito season. Mm-hmm. Which means it's perfect time to hop on Skype and do an episode of Check the Vending Machines. Yes. Pop culture podcast. I'm Jason Isaac. What's going on, man? Not much, man. I gotta say, okay. Uh-huh. So our movie of the day is Toxic Avenger. Yep. I can confidently say I've never seen a trauma movie before. Okay, okay, perfect, perfect. This was one of the weirdest movies I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. But yet it's still somehow compelling to me. Yeah. Which was very strange. Where it was like, I know that this is strange as fuck yeah but i'm still engrossed watching it and i don't know why yeah but it was an interesting viewing experience yeah i'm glad you started there because i was going to start there too with my notes which is that um to ask about our history of trauma because as movie you know cinephiles or whatever you want Mm -hmm. to call ourselves because i don't consider myself a cinephile i consider myself a movie fanatic yeah i think cinephile and implies a higher brow viewing uh roster i feel like cinephile brings a snootiness with the title where it's and kind I, of and don't, don't be wrong i am snooty yeah but i'm snooty about commando yeah not snooty about the northman or yeah you know some insert like you know whatever yeah. um but so i think as movie fans which what you you and i are you mm-hmm. and me we are Yes. Trauma is w- one studio, whatever you want to call them, no, studio house or production mm-hmm. company, whatever, that I have probably, I haven't even scratched the surface of what they've my made. My knowledge of Trauma is what Jay has talked about on Red Letter Media. That is my only knowledge of what Trauma is and what yeah. they do. I mean, I, I, I've seen plenty of interviews with Lloyd Kaufman, who is the cre- one of the creators of if, – if he's not one of the creators, I know he's, he's the creator. I don't know which one he is – of Troma and obviously of the Toxic Avenger. Um, mm-hmm. And I, everything I see of him, he is super zany and crazy, but I respect the shit out of him for the freedom of speech aspect of making his movies. Yeah. That being said, I don't like horror movies. Mm-hmm. A lot of trauma, trauma movies are quasi-horror fil- films. Yeah. I don't necessarily – even with Toxic Avenger, it's – it's a horror movie in some aspects. Um, yeah, I would say the transformation in the beginning of him is kind of horror. Well, even the well, way he he kills people, those, those are slasher film kills. Yeah. Um, I, it's slasher film deaths, but like done with a comedic lens, which yes. is like strangest fucking thing. Like it's gory as fuck when he yeah. like punches out uh, eyeballs. Yeah. 
and like kills her like that, but then it's I don't know. There's I don't. This is like it's such a strange, strange movie. Yeah, it's so weird. I completely agree. And I um. So speaking about um, trauma, it's mm-hmm. it's one of those studios that I, as you dive into film mm-hmm. as a whole. And you start to like watch more stuff if you really care about movies or mm-hmm. are interested in stuff. You just the name always just pops up. It's almost like the black like the black market mm. uh, of 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 independent movie. And I remember yeah. seeing so much of it, especially in relation to um, Toxic Avenger. It kind of stands on its own. I think mm. I, I was seeing Toxic Avenger just in general, whether it's Toxic Crusaders, just seeing it on its own. And then you would, and then Troma almost seemed kind of separate. Like there was mm-hmm. obviously they were the same studio, and it's Tromaville, obviously. But like, yeah, I mean, I think that was the weirdest thing to me was just like how traumafied this world is, where it's like Tromaville, oh, yeah. and it's like yeah, yeah like, it's just like they just like plastering the name over everything. And I was like, all right, I dig it. You gotta get your name out there, and it's like a cute little thing, I guess. Because I I'm gonna assume that this is like one of the first movies that Trauma did. So I I, I believe so. Um, but again, my point being that we're we're very not well educated in Trauma movies. I've yeah. seen probably two. Mm-hmm. I think I I've obviously seen Toxic Avengers. I've only seen this 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 movie twice. It's my second time watching it. Okay. Um, and I saw it recently, like in the last two years. And then I've mm-hmm. seen No Nomeo and Juliet. Nomeo? It's the James Gunn one. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. And I, I saw that in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was back in those times where, just like with I've explained before, with the pursuit of, of, of metal, mm-hmm. uh, the pursuit of finding what's more heavy, the pursuit mm-hmm. of finding fucked up movies mm-hmm. or gore or, or weirdness, that also <laughs> ensues. And I think that's where a lot of people find the uh the classics the cannibal holocaust or whatever yeah. insert whatever uh possession or whatever those those kinds of movies that i do, don't i stop at a certain point I, I go okay cool i don't need that yeah um and trauma was always that that realm of movie that i ne- didn't necessarily have a desire to delve into but toxic of toxic avenger specifically well if apparently i think that stan lee was friends of floyd coffin so if stan lee likes the character I think Stanley's actually has a cameo in one of the movies. I think. Does he? Interesting. I, I think he does. But like, if Stan Lee's into it, I mean, I, I can't. He's it's fucking Stan Lee. Yeah. I mean, um, clearly he knows who shit. So. But so, what about you, dude? Like, have you besides obviously with the other podcasts or people you watch that have who mm-hmm. are fans of Troma? Mm-hmm. Um, have, were, do you remember when you first kind of heard of heard of them or heard of a movie or heard of of the of the genre or whatever you want to call I it? I feel like Troma itself. I hadn't heard of until probably a couple of years ago when I started watching Red Letter Media and hearing Jay and them like talk about different trauma movies. Yeah. I feel like I've heard of Toxic Avenger before. Like I feel like I feel like you had brought up Toxic Avenger to me at some point. Okay. Like before I'd ever heard of Trauma, I feel like I'd heard of Toxic Avenger. And I know I've definitely seen Oh, you've seen the, the guy. Poster. I've yeah. seen the poster before, yeah. Blockbuster um, or like a family video that's walking down yeah. the walking down the aisle. You've seen that guy's that face. Yeah, something, but um, but like I really don't, I really didn't know anything about what this was movie. It was it's almost the 
I would say it's the most blind I've been going into a movie in a long time. Like, yeah. I literally know nothing. All I know is from when they talk about on Red Letter Media that he gets put in toxic waste yeah. and turns into this fucked up superhero. So let's start there, though, speaking of the movie. So you're, yeah. you're going into it blind. Uh, you're going into it with pretty much no notion of what it could be about. Uh, what did you expect, though, beyond beyond a guy who gets mutated and, and is an Avenger? I'll tell you what I didn't expect. I didn't expect a subplot where some guy who looks like he's constantly roided out is going around just hitting and running people for, like, video game point. I don't even understand what the point of it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess it's just that there's no point. It's just so they can have this fucked up scene where this guy runs over a small child's head. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Just, I don't, I, I don't even know what I really expected. And whatever, it, it honestly, so whatever vague impressions I thought were going to be was not what this movie was. Which is what I love, too, because when I first watched this movie, which was, again, recently, mm-hmm. um, ha- having seen the James Gunn stuff before... Mm-hmm. Like in high school, and then having revisited a couple scenes when this whole drama happened a couple years back. Mm-hmm. Um, so having have a having more of a general idea of what trauma was, mm-hmm. not having seen the movies, but having having understanding of okay, I kind of get the idea of what they do. Yeah, you know, so I knew that. So I knew that I was going. I was waiting for it to happen. Whatever it was going to mm-hmm. be, I knew it was going to happen. And it was going to happen fast and hard. Yeah, and, and and it happens fast and hard and talks. It, it happens pretty fast and pretty hard. Which is, I mean, to me, like 1984. Somewhere in my brain, I feel like movies weren't that crazy. 1984, for some reason, because in my mind, I'm thinking everything is John Hughes land. But yeah, clearly, it's not. Think. No, it's not. Obviously, it's real. The other obviously. thing with trauma that it makes me think of is, um, oh fuck, what's the guy? The Pink Flamingos guy. I feel like it's John like Waters. that. Yeah, it's like that's like very similar veins of like yeah, pushing the envelope kind of filmography. See, I, I took I take it as at least with Toxic Avenger specifically, I take mm. it as it's so punk rock. It's like Repo Man. Mm. It's like so yeah. like low budget. It's so like punk and like fuck you. And yeah. if you're gonna tell me how to make a movie, I'm gonna tell you to shove it. And that's yeah. kind of the vibe I get from at least this movie in particular. And even with the stuff I've seen of like we're, we're, uh, Nukem High. Mm-hmm. Which I think is another big famous trauma movie. It's almost like this idea of like, yeah, we're gonna do everything that we're not supposed to do. Like you mentioned the kid scene in this yeah. movie where there's a four, a couple, two couples of bad guys who are like they're building up to be the big, like the douche, the douchebag bad characters of the movie, yeah. and they're they have the roster of point values for who they hit with their car on the road and doing like road rage, and yeah. you see the kid is with his mom and he. He's on the bicycle, puts the helmet on as though it's going to help him all, which they put the, hel- he the helmet on. He has a reflective on. vest on, so you make sure that he extra knows that, first of all, that he's in danger on the road, but also he has protective gear so people don't hit him. Which is also the, the extra layer of, obviously, trauma is super satirical, which is what this all is. Yeah. But, like, a parent's going to let their kid ride their bike at night for no reason. Why? This is, this yeah. Sat- like, he's not even going anywhere. He's just, like, it just seems like he's still, like, just, like, riding his Back bike. Back road. Yeah, and you know the and then the one of the girls in the front seat to the to, to the driver lifts lists off every point value of every racist every thing. Kind of, every, yeah, every type of thing that they could possibly every racist get. term they can use with the point values, and then you know you what what whoever the director is, I can't remember who the director is but whatever they they do in the script which is like okay they're gonna aim for the kid, and we know 
the in traditional movies they're not gonna kill the kid that's what i'm waiting for honestly that i was waiting for that moment where i was like okay so they like well first of all they like just drive up to the kid yeah i'm like okay this is the point where the kid gets weirded out and he like goes to the side of the road or something like that where it's like not easy to yeah. hit him and then the first thing is like no he just keeps driving and then he's like oh we're gonna like fucking turn around and we're gonna go straight for him and like yeah okay so the kid's just gonna like yeah bike to the side like there's plenty of open road you can just bike to the side and then they hit him and they go okay cool now he's hit they're gonna drive away okay. he's gonna be hurt but then but he's fine yeah. And then, no. Well, that was the other thing. I was like, okay, he wore a helmet, so, like, maybe he'll be fine. And then he's also – they show him, and he's, like, already, like, kind of fucked up. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, more fucked up than you think he should be for yeah. just getting hit. And then they squash his head like a watermelon. Then they reverse the car and and literally like a watermelon. <laughs> like, I think they get yeah. a prop. Like, it literally looks like a watermelon that you just squish. They just smash oh. his face, his head explodes, and they have like his the seam of his feet like all like sticking out, like all like shaky yeah. and stiff and stuff. And then they get out of the car, they take pictures and of it. And then the worst, the worst bit is definitely the pictures for me. Because one of the girls that, that feels like the most where they're like trying to like intentionally push buttons yes, where they're like, yes. eh, these skanky bitches, they're gonna fucking take pictures and have Polaroids. Well, it's like also like that they of, then constantly look out throughout the movie. Like one of the girls, like you know, is like super aroused at the violence or something like yes. that, you know. So they they're building this. Well, they character. had that first scene before that where they're like her and her like fucking cuck boyfriend are yes. like in the locker room. Well, first of all, okay. They rented out a gym so they could fuck? Like, what is... Yeah. What's that? Yeah. Like, I'm sure there's better places to fuck than this gym. I clear, I understand clearly their whole entire lives revolve around this fucking gym, but, like... And also, they're not even that yoked. You don't have an apartment or something? They're not even that yoked, either. Like, they're, like, they're small. And that, yeah, that's the other thing, where it's like, oh, what was it? Yeah, they, the one, like, the, the most coked-out dude I've ever seen in my entire yeah. life is, like, like, doing his chest presses... And then he's like, oh, you got some flab. And then he hits it, and he's like, her. And I was like, okay, but that does nothing to, like, fix you're what talking, you're doing. Yeah. Clearly, you're just, like, coked out of your mind at this point, but. So they kill the kid, and that's where I knew that this movie. It's like, all right, this is the movie I'm getting into. Yeah. And I think that, like, and I, I know we speak probably sound like normies. Because like I mean, I, I mean when it comes to this genre of movie, I feel like I am a normie. Yeah, oh, so. absolutely. I think we sound like normies because this is such an old movie and cl- a classic yeah. movie in this kind of B movie world, which I'm not into B movies of this particular style. Yeah. You know, we've been through this before. You know, we know what mm-hmm. we're into. But classic superhero origin. You know, mm-hmm. bullied kid, which is kind of dweeby too. Like, he's kind of like a kind of an annoying kid even before. Well, that was the other thing that like it kind of like Milton, right? Is his name Milton? You get into this, and I'm like, okay, so like this guy's like creepy, like retarded a little bit. Yeah, like he's slow. Yeah, and so that's also another thing where it's like, okay, so they're not just like picking on like a dweeby kid; they're picking on like. A mentally slow person and they're not they're not pissed off at him for any particular reason they're just mad that he exists as a person like the fact that he is like going around mopping up in this like gym doing his job infuriates them for yeah. no reason in particular yeah 
And then, you know, and then so they they come back and they do the classic. They like they bully him and he they do the revenge of the nerds shit where they like trick him <laughs> yeah. into like thinking that he's gonna get with the hot girl yes 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 yes. and then they have a go with fake tits on it and lipstick and apparently they invited everybody who's ever had a membership at this gym to watch this character hug a goat yeah and then he runs through a window yes it falls into and, a truck of that of toxic a waste. A giant truck of toxic waste that just happened to be parked outside because which, let's, two drivers wanted to snort cocaine. Which again, we should reference because at the beginning of the movie, when they're doing the the classic montage at the beginning of the movie, mm-hmm. they pass by the the, the Tromaville sign that says the number what is <laughs> number, it? The number, number one, one toxic, toxic waste, waste dump? yeah in, so. in America or something like so that. We and know it's like well that it's not only that you have the narr- you have the voiceover narration as well that is like. Tromoville is known for being the the best toxic waste dump in in the nation or some shit like that. Yeah. So he gets we get a nice body horror sequence kind yeah. of where he is it Milton. It's a pretty right? long sequence too. It's Milton, right? Is that his name? Melvin. 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 He falls yeah. into the wet vat of waste. He's burning up. His skin's boiling. Ooh, like, and my one of my favorite literally parts, burns alive in the sun. One of my favorite parts of the movie, which is where. The one guy goes, man, he's faking it. Oh my god. Oh, hold on, sorry. I, I got oh, through. and the coke. He's like, if you can't take a joke, then he's a bit. And I was like, it's not like you like. You I want to slap it with the towel. I do want to pause real quick. I don't know where they were at this point now, but back mm-hmm. back in the previous scene, my favorite mm-hmm. my favorite line of the whole movie, mm-hmm. the entire movie, um, is when right after they kill the kid in the previous scene, mm-hmm. and um. They're in the car and they're all excited and then the girl, one of the girls is like, "Yeah, let's do it again," and the one guy goes, "Oh my god, hey, that line. I can't, I have to go home, I have to get up early tomorrow. What? I gotta go to church." And they're all like, "Oh," that's... and then they all agree and they're like, yeah. "Oh yeah, he has to go that, to church." That, even I remember even a year or two years ago, whatever the hell I watched this movie for the first time, I had to pause that the movie because that was so like it's a B movie, the actors aren't good. But the way mm. that that dude delivered that line should have won an Oscar. Oh. That was like some Danny Aykroyd, you know, like Chevy Chase. Like that's like an SNL ability, like yeah. the alumni ability to read that line. That mm-hmm. was so. That's so funny. So Toxic oh, Avenger, yeah. he he is born after the yeah. mutation. Um, he's it's quite a horrific yeah. sequence that they show him through. Absolutely. It's like some, some like, John Carpenter I mean, type shit. Well, the first, the bit where he is just like laying on the ground is already kind of horrific because his skin's falling off. And then the cop has his hands melt off and burn in front of him when he tries to touch him. Yep. Then he burns alive as he goes home. And then his clueless mother bangs on the bathroom door. While he goes through his, this horrific scene where, his Spider-Man his scene. His body, like, his his Spider-Man scene where his body boils. Yep, yep. And he loses all of his hair, and his face is completely fucked up, which yeah, like, you don't see for, like, the next 45 minutes. Like Elephant Man. It's a good reveal, but it's strange that you have, like, all these... You still have, like, 25 minutes with the Toxic Avenger before they finally show his face. Yeah. And I'm like, I get it. You want that reveal scene, but, like, I feel like you could have had another reveal scene earlier. Yeah, so he, he, he transforms into the big, not even a huge guy, just the no, no, a, he's just like a fit, I mean, he gets taller, guy. 
I guess. Yeah. His voice becomes really educated sounding, which is funny. That was the strangest thing to me. Like, I thought it was a mistake. <laughs> no. The first time they did it. When, like, because it's, cause, cause it's overdubbed the yes, first time yeah, here. Yeah, like, it's, it's clearly. Clearly ADR. Uh, what is it called? It's not overdubbed. ADR, yeah. ADR, yeah. It's yeah. clearly ADR the first time you heard it. And I was like, oh. Okay, so, like, I guess it's just a bad mistake that they yeah. just let. And then it keeps happening. I was like, oh. He's just well educated now. Like it just completely changed his entire personality. Where like before he was like a mentally slow dweeb that like could barely say a sentence. Yeah. And ha- seemed to have a stammer. And now he's like some posh British bitch who like, <laughs> yeah. like I don't understand. But I like I dig it. I'm with it. And then I, I love that too. So after he transforms and you know he moves out to the, the little his little shack area. His little radioactive hut. And then for some reason, he's his the impetus is to start fighting crime. Well, they I guess they have the line later on where they say that. I mean, it doesn't make any sense, but they say that somehow him transforming into a monster gave him an innate like radar for evil. <laughs> yeah. They yeah. say that he like senses evil, and that's why. He, like, is in the correct spot when he needs to be yeah. to, like, fight crime. So the first time we see him fight crime is is that when a cop gets beat up, right? Which is, like, also another, like, it's another, like, twist that you didn't expect. Because, like, they ha- you have those three, like, what are the ruffian characters yeah, yeah, yeah. in the alley and they're like okay so they're clearly going to bribe this cop and this cop is going to be a dirty cop and that's just how we're going to go about this yeah and then the cop is like no i'm not dirty i was like oh okay so he did the right thing and then he proceeds to get mercilessly beat the shit out of and you and there's the scene where the what the, the the black dude um cigar guy yeah the the the, the leader of the trio yeah. Like, has the gun, and he's, like, going to, like, blow off, has the gun in the guy's nose or whatever, right? Then has, he puts yeah, the he's going to blow off his nose. He says something like, you should, what did he say? I felt like he said that you should, like, rape people that, like, I feel like he said that they should rape people who, like, don't agree with, or who go against the boss or something like yeah. that. Yeah. And they're going to, like, blow off his, like, dong or something. and like Yeah, they're going to the, blow off his dingling. And, and like, then... the, the tension there, I'm like... Are they gonna do it? Like, I, like I've seen... I really thought they were gonna blow off his dick. Cause I'm expecting like RoboCop remake, you know, yeah. like where <laughs> the scene where the the fan film where RoboCop shoots all the rapists' d- dongs off. Yeah. I'm expecting that in this movie, and I'm like waiting for it to happen, and then, and then Toxie shows up and, and yeah. saves the day. And and I, I don't know what I was expecting, cause this is the first real fight sequence with Toxic Avenger. Yeah. I don't know what I'm expecting, but. It's like it's a horror movie, yeah. Of damage that he does. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the other bit of it, which is like, it's weird to think that this is like a superhero origin story, because like, he's not a superhero in that sense. Like he like horrifically maims oh, these people. Yeah, he's a he's a he's a not he's an anti-hero. Yeah. That's it feels more likely to call him that. But then you also have scenes after that where after he does this horrific damage, he is treated like a superhero. Yes, yeah, the newspapers. Like he and... has like a fan club and like people wear shirts like with the monster hero. Yeah. Which also 
I mean, I get it, but like, I feel like you you could. This is one of those movies where you could have somebody say the cheesy ass line where they call him the Toxic Avenger. Yeah. The fact that they just call him Monster here, I'm like, that's a wit. Missed opportunity. But in the fight sequence where he 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 like tears the guy he uh tears the, he smashes the guy's head apart, two guys' mm-hmm. heads apart or whatever, and yeah, screws like, their skulls well, he, like, up. Bang, he like as a child like bangs their heads together. Yeah, and then there's the scene where he um he throws the one dude into the into the not the dumpster but the the oil drum or yeah, whatever. And then he proceeds to beat his dick in, beat his dong in. Which is it was so fu- it's so brutal, it's so funny. It's so brutal, but it's also like it's like with him smashing the kids. It's like a child. Yeah. It's like a like the way a kid would fight. Yeah, and then I think the so he does that, and then he honestly like what sticks out to me in this movie besides the violence is like just like mm-hmm. the are the two big fight scenes like pretty much like the in the restaurant. Yeah, like that one, and then the taco stand, which it's so it's so amazing the taco stand the the the, the taco the fast food restaurant fight sequence if you want I mean, to call it whatever you want to I call mean, it i mean i knew that there was going to be a fight sequence as soon as they showed a close-up of a mariachi hat with two samurai swords underneath yeah. it and i was like okay clearly that's just not there for decoration somebody's about to bust out a fucking samurai sword but the idea that these two these guys want to rob this fast food joint they want to you no know, sexually assault the blind lady, who obviously is the, the love interest later on. Yes. But then Toxic Avenger. Also, everybody wants to sexually assault this blind lady because then yeah. she also gets like roughed up by some bikers later on. Yeah. Because she's, she's blind, blind and she blind. has a ter- the terrible the terrible coincidence of somehow walking semi close to these bikers, yeah. and so they decide that they're going to try to sexually assault her. But so like Toxic Avenger shows up and he. And they, first off, these guys do martial arts, which is hilarious. I mean, me. one guy had nunchucks in his yeah. back, like he was Bruce Lee, and he was like, "All right." Which is so funny. That's it's so funny. And then they killed the one guy with the shotgun. Crazy, awesome-looking squibs. I mean, I mean, at this point, I was I was expecting him to get shot, but it was still shocking yeah. to see him fly backwards like that and, and have then, like this disgusting hole we get to see obviously there's a fight sequence which is whatever it's fine swing okay, hold on we can't swings. just brush this because they also shoot a dog they shoot a dog yeah they shoot a dog they shoot uh they shoot a blind person's dog it's almost which is like, like somehow extra horrific it's almost like lloyd kaufman was like okay what are the rules you can't kill kids can't kill dogs well guess what we're All doing right. we're well, doing we're both do, we're do, breaking both those. we're doing both um and then the fight the fight sequence is kind of boring though swings misses no ducks, whatever, kung fu kick, spin kick, but the actual death sequences are pretty good. Are pretty good, man. That's pretty sweet. I mean, turning somebody into a human milkshake is not bad. Tearing the dude's arm off. Yeah. That's br- well, that's mean, cool. Okay. okay. So this is the other thing that I don't understand about this fight scene because it felt like they had him set to have his arm torn off the entire time yeah but they didn't need to like they have the scene where like the intro of the bank robbery scene and you clearly see that his other arm that's not holding the knife is not a real arm yeah like it's too straight and it's too long and it doesn't make any sense and i'm like okay maybe there's just like i don't know maybe he just has bad arm or something like that and then he gets to the scene where his arm gets ripped off and i was like okay so he had a fake arm so he could get ripped off. 
I don't understand why you like needed to have that setup at the beginning. Yeah. It's just, it stands out that he just has one arm that is yeah. not doing anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they pull it off. It's bloody. It's funny. And then we get the the milkshake one, which like I forgot that he like uses the milkshake mixer in his face. Yeah. Which is brutal. But then the deep fry guy. I mean, the deep fry guy one is pretty bad. That's brutal, man. He, like, uses pipe. Well, first of all, I feel like the deep fryer wouldn't work if you use the pipes yeah. to, like, keep the guy in place. Which is, like, it's a fun idea, but also I feel like the deep fryer wouldn't work. Yeah. I feel like those are supposed to be, like, gas pipes or something. I don't know. But then he deep fries his hands off. Which is brutal. Uh, which is brutal as hell. Brutal as hell. And then he stuffs the guy who lost his arm in the pizza maker. Yeah. It was brutal. So that happened. And you flash forward to when he puts the old lady into the <laughs> into the washing dryer. Okay. So I paused at that point because I didn't understand what was happening. Yeah. I was like, okay, there's some random old lady. Maybe she's like connected to the fucking roided out guy or the guy who uh, – the other guy, the yeah. church guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, maybe he's like one of her moms. And I like tried to look it up and I was like – yeah, she's she's Not, a bad guy. Nothing was showing up, and I was like, "Oh, she's just some random." No, old she's lady. a bad guy. And then you, and then yeah, and then you get to the scene later. I was like, "Oh, she ran an international white slavery ring." Yeah, it's like, okay. <laughs> so he just does have like a radar. Yeah, a sense. Somehow. He's a toxic sense. I guess so. Well, it's it's yeah, because it's weird. Because then even after that, before you learn that she's evil, he has this whole like come to jesus moment where with himself he was like i just killed this old lady for no reason like i feel like i'm too evil we should go away yeah forever yeah and she's like okay you know where we should go the middle of the park that is not anywhere far away from anywhere where we've been we should go there yeah <laughs> i um I know we're, we're we're highlighting the the death sequences because that's what's kind of. I mean, it's really that's the highlight of the movie, honestly. Yeah, but... because the, the in between stuff is fine, but they're yeah. really, they're purely pathways to get you to the next murder. Yes. Uh, like the, like the. Gym... I mean, it really is like a horror movie in that aspect, where it's like oh, the sure. Friday the Thirteenth movie. The plot is just there for you to get to Jason killing the next teenager. Like when he goes oh. to the, he goes back to the gym and he kills the one guy with the weight machine. Yeah. Which is a fantastic effect. I mean, that is. That half a head that they use after he cro- that is that's a great effect. That's brutal. That's a great. That's some great special effects. When I first mm-hmm. saw that, and even I rewatched yesterday, yeah, I was like, damn, that's a really, it is a really, really, really good, good special effect. effect. Like I mean, all, yeah. the kid one was good too, but this the one kid one's was not bad. Really but it's good. not like as impressive because it's just the kid is just laying there at that yeah. point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fact that the articulation of, that they have for like this guy with like his fucking half a face with his like fucking weird ass Mario mustache is yeah, so good. So it's good. so crazy. Yeah, I, I was really really impressed with that, especially for yeah. you know this B movie that was like you know super cheap to make. Yeah, comparatively, clearly you see clearly where they put the money. So oh, absolutely. Whatever, what little budget they have, you see where they put it. So, but you know, if we're talking about story, which to me is the the always the biggest thing for movies is the story. Yeah, it's not a story heavy movie. No, I mean it's pretty boilerplate plot because I mean once again it really is like the plot is just there to get you to the next set piece where they can show off the effects work that they yes. Yes. That they have in mind. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and but then really, 
I don't know, because then there are really other deaths that are not that elaborate. Uh, like, I'm thinking of the girl's deaths, like, the one girl, he just, like, sticks her ass on a sauna, and I was like, okay, there's nothing really fantastic about that. I mean, that's yeah. really, the really only significant thing about that scene is, well, first off, she masturbates to dead pictures of dead bodies, which is, like, fucking weird in and of itself. Oh, yeah. And then you get the reveal of his face in that scene as well. Yeah. Which is, I guess, probably the big effect shot of that, really, other than, rather than seeing her get killed, is seeing him in his yeah full-throated mutant glory right well so they run away him and his girlfriend run away and then the town freaks out because he kills the quote-unquote innocent lady they want to get they want to come get him they find out it's you know he's good to go and everyone's like oh yeah the mayor's bad guy well the mayor i don't know and then then toxic act on thing where they like have like short scenes Yes. Of him, yes. like, being a piece of shit. Yeah. And then they also show him, which, like, I didn't realize it was the mayor at first, but they have those scenes at the beginning of him, like, with his grotesque fat body getting, like, massaged as he has this giant, like, 10-foot-long Subway sandwich next to him. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck is the point of this shit? Well, you know, and then so the end of the movie is Tossing Avenger punching his guts out. Yeah. The mayor. Which, which purely... It purely reminds me of Riccio, mm. which I don't know if you've ever seen anything from Riccio, the story of Ricky. Or... I don't think I have. So it's a it's a great movie for what, mm-hmm. what, but it's just what this is. It's it's like Fist of the North Star era, like level of, mm. of ma- era manga, mm-hmm. and they made it, I think in China, I think, or I could be wrong, but like mm. in the late eighties, early nineties, and it's just a bunch of really brutal like. Like martial art death, the gory deaths, and he's like punching people apart and shit. It's it's such a goofy movie. Um, it's fantastic for what it is. It's, we're gonna have to watch it at some point because it's it's so awesome. But um, okay. Um, but then it kind of reminded me of that with the him punching his guts out, and then that's it. That's okay. the and that's the fucking movie. Everyone's happy. Yeah, that's the end. And then yeah, he punches the mayor's guts out. He has his one liner. Uh. And then that's it. He's just the good guy, and he gets his blonde girl, and yeah, lives happily ever. So when the, when the credits roll, how do you how do you feel after your first viewing of Toxic Avenger? Um, I feel like it's similar to what I said at the beginning. Like, it's such a strange movie, but for some reason, like I don't hate how strange it is like sure. it's endearing in a way yeah yeah definitely and it like it was not a terrible movie like i enjoyed watching it yeah it's a fun movie which yeah, feels it, weird where you have it's a movie where like kids getting their fucking heads run over and old well, ladies getting crushed in drying cleaners but that's where i'm speaking just purely for this movie obviously i can't speak for all trauma but for this mm-hmm. movie in particular that's like where the the satire Mm-hmm. Like if you don't appreciate satire or like yeah. a satirical take, like like if you if you watch RoboCop and purely mm-hmm. enjoy RoboCop for the brutality of RoboCop or thinking yeah. that it's very like one dimensional, mm-hmm. you're missing the two other paths that RoboCop take you on, whether it's the man versus the machine or the consumerism of America or the violence yeah. that America has in the media. Like those are all the things that RoboCop can give you in that this to me, I don't know, I'm sure there's probably been a billion essays about this movie, but mm-hmm. I took this movie as, it's, first off, it's just funny. 
If yeah. you can appreciate just the satirical take on violence, it's just it's humorous. Mm-hmm. In the way that they die, it's humorous. You know, like in the same way that Evil Dead Two is is humorous. But yeah. like, and then you have the satirical aspect of like society with the with the toxic wasteland and yeah. You know, the the fascination with death and violence, but then the movie's super violent, but the people in the movie are violent, mm-hmm. and they appreciate violence. So it's like all this extra stuff that you can like look at it and go, okay, I can, I can see the humor factor in this if you just take a second to like look beyond mm-hmm. really good, spe- really decent special effects on a couple of the deaths. Yeah, you know, at least that's how I took it. You know, I'm not sure how how they intended it to be, but that's kind of how I took it. Yeah, no, I can see that, too. I think there's also the aspect of it, like, specifically, like, centered around, like, the the health club, which they kind of put in this movie as, like, seems like it's the center of, like, a lot of people's lives in the town. It seems like it plays a big role. So there's that aspect also of, like, the, like, beauty standards and, like, uh, the focus on, like, you know, having, like, the the perfect image, but then the town hero ends up being like this grotesque monster. Yeah. That shows like, you know, I don't even know what the fuck I'm trying to say, but I, I get what you're saying. But then on the, on the same level, you have this idea of like, on a purely just a funny factor of like, he is a hero and we're going to, we're going to have these really gruesome death sequences, but then it's going to be backed by like eighties, Mm-hmm. Like generic music, which is just make, which makes it funny. Yeah. Like it makes it human. No matter how you think about it, it makes well, it humorous. Well, that's like that's the craziest shit to me was the music for sure. Because there's so many scenes where like whenever the bad guys doing something or like getting his way, they play like the Godzilla emergence like yeah. kaiju yeah. music, and I'm yeah. like, that's the sting for like Godzilla like emerging. To like decimate a fucking yeah. city or something like that is the that is the three note structure that you take. And isn't it also like the the title card isn't like is like Star Wars like. Is it? I, I'm, I thought it sounded like a Star Wars. It might effect. be. It sounded like a Star Wars. Like a, there's a lot of like yeah. There's definitely a lot of like generic like, 80s sound cues that like they mix into the the music for yeah. this movie. No, I, I agree with your initial take on it, though, being like it's a fun movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also like it, it, I can safely say that there are a few things in my life that I have watched that can even compare. Yeah, to the, to the not only like just the not even like the experience of watching this, because I've seen movies. The Miami Connection is a perfect example. Yeah. Obviously, this movie is not that this movie is, mm-hmm. is, is it's not meant to be like a piece of shit or it wasn't yeah. meant to, whatever. Um, it's just a low budget movie. But mm-hmm. it's, it's the experience of, like, there's a certain type of movie that you watch that you just, you, you walk away from it being, like, I don't know what, I don't know how to describe the feelings I get beyond it being, like, I liked it or didn't like it. And then you have to, like, ruminate on it, like, whiskey or something, and I think about, okay, so this is violent, it's goofy, it's funny, it's mm-hmm. gory, it's, like, it touches on like taboos that we don't really see film touch on yeah very much like we really don't um and if you no, don't not it, really it, outside of like this indie film kind of aspect like outside of like the main main studios but even think, think about the last time you watched a movie where you saw a kid die 
you know, I, I couldn't tell you. I mean, I've seen a movie where you see, like, off-screen death. Yeah, I can't think of the last time I saw, like, a kid die. I'm sure it was a horror movie or something like right. that. Right, but, but you have yeah. these, like, these things that this movie does that as some as people like you and I who don't who are not inundated with this genre mm-hmm. or this type this trauma type of movie mm-hmm. you know it, it you could tell me Zach like you could you could look at a, an anime and see within two seconds the tropes that are coming out of it yeah and it won't, and it won't shock you because you've watched so much anime or you read a lot of manga you know mm-hmm. but like with with this movie like the horror fans are going to be like okay well we're not as shocked because we watch all these other you know c b tier yeah. horror films that came out at the same time that we just don't know mm-hmm. but for, so someone as who doesn't watch those movies you watch this movie and you're like holy damn this is a really yeah gore even as an action movie there's action sequences but like the, the deaths are horror deaths they're not they're not action yeah. deaths they're horror deaths and that's to me i think that's the way like the dichotomy of like he's the hero but he's brutally killing people yeah. More so than like the Punisher would. Like it's like, it's like, yeah, a joyous like like slasher death. Which I don't watch slasher movies, so to me that was kind of like a big like, I don't know how to how to describe it. Like a two layers at one time. Like I'm like trying to like I'm in I'm getting two things at one time, and one thing I understand, and the other thing I don't understand. So I'm like trying to like mm. it consume and decipher at the same time what it's feeding yeah no i get that i mean i I definitely think it's that weird it's definitely a weird fusion of yeah like the action and the horror for sure and i think also like the the hyper violence put on to like a superhero movie which is strange because like this is not even when like superhero movies were like that big yeah oh yeah no but even then it's like already playing on like this is it could almost be a commentary on like superhero movies today almost which is like fucking strange with with a movie that's like 40 years old it's like oh yeah so all the people that want dc to be darker well this movie is super light yeah but it's it's way darker than any superhero movie it's way darker than anything that dc's put out so there's actually a scene did you see did you see doctor strange yet no not yet so there's a scene in doctor strange i'm not gonna tell it to you well Mm -hmm. what it is there's a death in doctor strange that Mm -hmm. when it happened i went Huh, that's the most brutal death in any Marvel movie. Damn. It's really brutal. It's a, it's a really, actually like a really, br- the, the most brutal deaths of all Marvel movies are in this movie, Doctor Strange. Mm. And I was watching it and went, Sam Raimi. Yeah. That's why. This is purely why. It's a Sam Raimi movie. Mm-hmm. And I was like, do, you, do people want like toxic avenger level like you can't show the marvel fan this movie and be like hey you want movies to be dark okay well here's a Here you dark-ish go. movie like do you want do you want your character you want spider-man to be doing this you know yeah um so after the movie i'm like okay i uh have to like sit on this and the first time i was like okay i'm not sure how i feel about it mm-hmm. um after seeing it twice now i can say yeah i had a great time with the movie it's a, it's a really fun movie for what it is it's not a movie that I think I'll watch forever, ever, and ever, and ever. But yeah. if it's on, sure. Or people want to watch it. I mean, I'm in a group of people. Sure. But I can't ever see myself being like, okay, it's a Friday night. I'm going to crack open a IPA or some bullshit yeah. and watch Toxic Avenger. I, I just don't feel that way right now. Yeah. I don't think it ever would be a movie like that for me. It definitely is not. Yeah. A movie that I would like 
pick as like, all right, I'm gonna like wind down into wind down. I'm gonna yeah. crack the cold one and watch Toxic Avenger. Yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. not is not in that realm for me. No. I would much rather like crack a cold one and watch Blade. But oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, well, Zach, that's the pod. It is. Guys, thanks for listening. Appreciate you. We'll see you back next week with more. Check the vending machines. See you guys. Which is a reference to the first Jurassic Park movie. Speaking of Jurassic Park, we got Jurassic World three coming out here. Jurassic World three on the horizon. Weeks. We all, you know, what else we have? What? Top Gun. And Avatar two. Dude, okay. That movie. Okay, I feel I know we've talked about the Avatar before, but the fact that they actually had the gall to release the trailer and be like, yes, people want more Avatar. We're not just yeah. cancel this outright. Like, no, people definitely want more Avatar. I mean, the trailer got a ton of views really fast, but I think it looks like shit. I think it looks awful. I and agree. It doesn't, and then I, th- I saw, I thought, I think I saw one thing where it was like, they introduced more Avatars, like more di- And I was like, they look the fucking same, they dude. They look the same. They it's don't like, look like a video any game. different. It's like a video they look game. Maybe a little lighter in color, but yeah. that don't make them different. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. I agree. Well, I'm sure we'll talk about that more later on on a, on a future wrap up pod, probably. Uh, guys, yeah. we'll see you back next week. See you guys.